Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Without Bias. Apia, the go-to insurance for retirees. Call 13-50-50. Get set, go. Local legends want it. A bowls green is just up the road. Search bowls club near me. Ah, yes, indeed. Welcome to With Our Bias, our dedicated lawn bowl show, part of the Sporting Capital on SEM. We delve into the wonderful world of lawn bowls. It's a big episode this evening. BPL 15 has been run and won at Club Pine Rivers. And for the first time... In BPL history, it has been taken out by Dandenong Club's Melbourne Pulse. Standing by to join me in just a moment is Barry Lester. A little later on, we'll chat to Mark Nitz. Uh, Tassie Tridents uh, enjoyed their BPL and made finals in the process. So uh, it's a great story for Tassie, and we'll look forward to catching up with Mark uh, in about 15 minutes' time. Uh, it's all for Bowls Australia, local legends wanted search bowls clubs near me, and for Apia, proudly spo- uh, proudly supporting Bowls Australia. Always a pleasure to catch up with this man. He's one of our favourites. That's thanks to Ride at Home, the official naming rights partner of the Australian Jackaroos. Uh, he, uh, alongside uh, his very, very impressive Melbourne Pulse team were able to claim their first BPL title. Barry Lester, standing by. Hello, mate. G'day, Sam. Thanks for having me on the show, mate. Hey, how did that feel for you and Gary Kelly and Alan Ryan? Um, 15 attempts now and you've got your first BPL title. How does it feel? Oh, quite amazing. You know, I've, um, I've always, uh, you know, I remember watching the first few it was close to 10 years ago now. I think the first year BPL came in was 2013. So I remember watching the first few BPL from at home or wherever I could and thought I'd love to play in that one day. And such a great initiative on Bowls Australia's behalf. And then to finally play in the last sort of half a dozen or so um, and walk away with a win, knowing how hard it is to win, it's uh, absolutely a thrill, mate. You had played in a few final series before this win. How rewarding is it to finally be able to salute uh, in the showpiece event. Uh, big TV audience, uh, all the bells and whistles. It's uh, such a, a well-put-together uh, and well-presented product. It's a big stage, and, and you got the big reward. Yeah, I've always said you want to take positives out of either a game of bowls or, or an event, no matter what the result is. But uh, to finish minor premiership pro- premiers before and not go on with it was a little bit um, gut-wrenching, I, su- I suppose. But... To finish minor premiers this year, you know, after 18 rounds, to finish on the top in that calibre is a very hard thing to do. And we were sort of of the opinion that we've been here before and we've got to go again and, and, and try and make the most of that sort of second chance opportunity. And, um, you know, finished on top, got a lot of confidence out of that, had a great week. You know, Alan and I were both playing our, well, our roles up front and Gary, you know, his drives were coming out beautifully. He hardly missed a drive all week and, um, you know, that was the nucleus that we needed to go, go on with it. 
So you had to take on uh, fellow Victorian rivals, Melbourne Extreme. You got through them in the semis and uh, had to uh, take them down again in a really hard-fought tie-break final in the final. Uh, it's always good to get those bit of bragging rights over the fellow Victorian team, I'd imagine. Yeah, and, th- and what a team they have. Matthew Slapham's on fire a week. Ali Forsyth's been there, done and everything. Uh, young Jesse Cattell stood in for Kayla Krizanik, uh through the illness. And yeah, Calvin Kirko, OAM, skipping from the sideline. Uh, so coaching from the sideline. So what a team that is with all their experience. And, um, you know, we, we were worried, that, no doubt. You know, they finished second. It was just great that I thought... First and second after the preliminaries did finish first and second in the finals as well, so that was a bonus. Um, but yeah, we yeah we were, we were up with our form and, and up with just the way we, you know the camaraderie to get the way you get along off the green is just as important on the green, having a good time and enjoying each other's company. And um, we made a yeah conscious effort just to go out there and have a good time and enjoy the event for what it is. It's such a fun event. Everyone's in a good mood out there, trying their best and. And, um, you know, I think that's a big ingredient to success. Uh, we're speaking to Barry Lester on Without Bias. Uh, always great to have the great man on. Thanks to Ride at Home, the official naming rights partner of the Australian Jackaroos on Without Bias. Local legends wanted to search bowls clubs near me. And all thanks to Apia, proudly supporting Bowls Australia. Um, Baz, where does this sit for you, the BPL win? It, obviously, when it, start, it started out, it, it was seen maybe as a you know, uh, a little bit of a, 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 a roll and giggle, as they might have said, or, uh, you know, something more aimed at the, the younger uh, Bowls audience. But it really has taken off and become not just such a fun event that everyone loves playing in, but such a prestigious event. Where does it rank for you, a, a man that's represented your country? Geez, you're closing in on 300 now, aren't you? Um, and Commonwealth Games and the like. So where does it sit for you, accolades-wise? Oh, right at the top, especially because it's a team event. Yeah. Uh, you know, I... I really thrive on the team environment, whether it's state bowls, club club environment, um, you know, all the way through to the international level. But, yeah, when you can get together with some teammates, especially the mixed environment, the fact that there's a female on every team, and you're surrounded by, um, you know, some of the greatest players of all time. You know, Steve Glass and OIM coach of the, the Lions, Karen Murphy playing, you know, Kelvin Kirko, those, just to name those kind of players. And then you've got Sheriff Bester and all those kind of plays. So to, to come up against the best and uh, on the biggest stage, TV, and, um, you know, such a great, great product, uh, you've really got to be at your best game in, game out. You can't have any slips in concentration. You've got to try and finish highest, highest possible on the ladder and, and then to come away with a win. And for me, I've, I've been on the bottom of the ladder a few times in the event and thought to myself, you know, what are we got to do to get back to the top? And, and here we are. So, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a hard-fought victory, but... I made, I put it right at the top, definitely. So not only did you have to get this win, and we'll talk about the game a little bit more uh, in just a moment, it was a really hard-fought contest, but your coach, Jeremy Henry, he had to leave just before the final day, so you had to sort of go through that little bit of disruption. Did he have some uh, final prophetic words that he shared before he left, and you've been, have you been able to catch up with him since the win? Yeah, we, um, we spoke straight after the win. Jeremy was quite emotional because... Uh, same thing, m- months out from the event, we, we'd spoken quite extensively about some game plans and tactics and how we want to approach it. Uh, we'd put it really high on the radar um, in our group chats and stuff that, you know, we want to do well and try and execute game plans. And Jeremy had a few of those game plans, um, you know, without sort of too much sort of science involved, but it was um, just know what we want to do when we get out there and try and execute it to the best of our ability. 
and Jeremy was brilliant to have um, day in day out. Just the motivation he gave us and, and the passion. You know, he, for someone that's done everything in the game, the amount of passion he has about the sport is incredible. And it just shows because he consistently performs even now at the highest level and does well. And very lucky to have him in our corner. And, and uh, Scott Dijon, uh, a very good friend of mine here at Burley Heads Bowls Club, stood in uh, over the last day or so to help out and, and did a good job too. So it was great to have him involved. You had to do it the hard way, Baz. Um, you got 10 out of 12 tie break um, wins. How does what does that mean to you to know that when the chips were down, game on the line stuff, uh, you guys were able to win when it mattered most and in the, the toughest of circumstances? That's right. You've got to win. You've got to win the uh, the tie breaks. I think Sydney Hines are on the other side of that. Uh, I think they might have lost something like nine out of ten tie breaks. So that happened to us a few events back as well. Yeah, the tie breaks was pretty pretty clear um, sort of um, game plan there. If we lost the we lost the toss. We were mad up trying to put the jack in the ditch early to show that we were we had a game plan there and we were prepared to attack. And but um, winning the toss is a big one, so you can give the mat away and have last bowl. But just yeah, little things like that. You need to go your way. You need to have some luck. Gary Kelly executed some really big shots in a, a few of those tie breaks to, to win. You know, with the last bowl. So you know, a, a kudos to Gary there in that uh, regard. But. Yeah, it was a tough final. Matthew Flapp had been in form all week. Ali and uh, Jesse Carl had been going great as well. And we knew while um, while Matty was up the other end with the bowl in his hand, we were never safe. And he yeah, had to go to a tie break. And, and um, yeah, you know, I happened to draw a couple close. And Matty's eyes lit up. And <laughs> and he, he got what he was going for with the last bowl and just didn't get the result. But, um, yeah, it was a really hard-fought win. And it happened so quickly, I couldn't believe we, we'd sort of won in the end. Speaking of Gary, you started the week at Skip before he took over during the week. So a big change tactically there. What was the um, catalyst for that and what was the thinking behind it? Because it obviously uh, turned out to be an inspired move and, and the proof's in the pudding now that you're able to, to go on and win the whole thing. Yeah, there's probably a fair bit of um, reasoning behind that. Um, Gary and I and Alan had all just come back from the UK where we'd played on sort of outdoor... Um, conditions, slow grass greens, uh, and you know to come back to play twenty odd games over the UK to come back to playing twenty games on free running carpet. It was really important for us to to concentrate on just getting some drawing rhythm. So it was great for Gary to be able to and him and I to be able to rotate from skip to lead, and it was good for him in early stages of the tournament and early uh, parts of the games where you could just play three or four ends, get some draw rhythm going, and then get up the other end and try and execute that rhythm if need be on some big draw shots. So that that was sort of a removing of the cobwebs, if you, if you sort of see it that way, uh, early in the event, just because we'd, we'd come off um, playing so much bowls overseas. You're originally from Victoria, from my neck of the woods, Bendigo, Wedderburn. So how important is it to you and how enjoyable was it to be part of the first Melbourne franchise to get a win at a BPL? As we said, this is BPL 15, so it's been a little while in the waiting and in the making, but between yourselves and Melbourne Extreme, it was, it was all, we were always going to get our first uh, title winner. Uh, how does it feel for you to, to be the ones that got it? Yeah, oh, I'm just so Ratford, dead in on club. What a, what a great uh, franchise to be involved with. They've um, really put a lot into the sport the last few years. Mm. Uh, you know, they've really upgraded their facilities and, and pushed forward with a lot of initiatives. And to, to invite Gary and I along and, and Alan to be a part of the team 
means a lot. So great to get the win for them. And, yeah, definitely great to get the win for, for Victoria, um, you know, their first win in, in the event. And uh, you just hope that the extreme, with the path they're heading, they're not far away from winning one as well because um, they're doing some great things at Sunbury Bowling Club. And um, I'm sure they've got some, some many rewards moving forward. But, yeah, being a former Victorian and, and now it's in my blood, uh, it's a good win for the Vicks. Mate, absolutely wrapped for you. I know how much this means to you and we appreciate you uh, taking us inside uh, the camp and how the win was achieved. Good luck uh, for what's to come with you. I know there's a, a big build-up to Com Games and selection, so it's a, it's a massive year for you personally. Um, but congrats on this win and hope it's the uh, many more to come for you. Thanks so much for having me on, Sam. So, mate. Uh, Barry Lester with us on Without Bias. Uh, we do it all for Bowls Australia. Local engines wanted a Bowls Green is just up the road. Search Bowls Clubs near me and AP at the go-to insurance for retirees called 135050. Get, set, go. Uh, when we come back, our next guest, Mark Nitz, Tassie Tridens. In their second BPL, they made their first final series. And we'll find out uh, just how the week was from a Tassie Tridens point of view. But it was... It was a fantastic week for the team at Melbourne Pulse, beating Melbourne Extreme to take out BPL 15. Back with more Without Bias uh, after this. This is Without Bias. Apia, the go-to insurance for retirees. Call 135050. Get set, go. Local legends wanted. A bowls green is just up the road. Search bowls club near me. Welcome back to Without Bias, our dedicated lawn bowl show. We dive into the wonderful world of lawn bowls, part of the sporting capital on SEN. For Bowls Australia, local legends wanted to search bowls clubs near me, and we do it for Apia, proudly supporting Bowls Australia. We just spoke to Barry Lester from the victorious uh, Melbourne Pulse at BPL 15, which just culminated on the 27th um, at Pine, Club Pine Rivers. Uh, their first ever win uh, and the first ever Victorian or Melbourne-based team to get a win in BPL history, the Bowls Premier League. Uh, but it was a fantastic tournament for Tassie too. Just their second BPL, they were able to make finals and win their first ever final in just their second ever BPL. And uh, we must give a congratulations too to... Um, Taylor Mail and also Beck Van Ash. Uh, Taylor Mail came fifth in the MVP uh, voting, and Rebecca Van Ash was actually in the All Star team for BPL 15. And a man who was uh, at the helm for the Tassie Tridents, his name is Mark Nitz. He's been good enough to join us on Without Bias. G'day, Mark. G'day, Sam. Great to be here. Uh, congratulations on the last week's finals run at BPL 15. You had a chance to get into the prelim uh, against the, a Brizzy team. It was a tough. Tough final, but the Pirates just able to get over the line and, and they got through to that prelim. But you must have been so proud with uh, the showing uh, in just your second BPL. Yeah, we were. We, we all, Beck, Taylor and myself, we all picked up a, a load of experience through the format itself, even though we're, you know, we've been playing bowls for plenty of long enough to um, know what we're doing in the basics of the game. But just to get used to the structure of the BPL format, we did learn a lot at Moana for that and to be able to, uh, push our way up the ladder and sneak into finals. It was fantastic for us this time around. You snuck in, um, but that's all right. You just got to get in. Uh, you were you got through on shot difference, and to get through to take on the the Moama Steamers, who are an impressive lineup, um, and then to be able to to get through to that uh, to that semi against the Pirates. You had great crowd support from the Apple Isle. How much did that help get you guys uh, over the line in those tough moments and in those tough spots to have that amount of support that you guys enjoyed up there? 
Well, it was fantastic. To be so far away from home, you don't expect to have so much vocal support following you. Um, there was an RACT travel group put together, so there was about 15 or 20 people in a package that went up. There was also another six or eight from my home club, which is also the same club Taylor plays at in the Bernie Bowls Club. So we had a few follow us. So there would have been 30 to 40 Tasmanians there watching every single game, apart from the Pine Rivers Club, which was the home club. We would have had the most amount of supporters and the most amount of noise there at the venue. It was fantastic. Uh, it certainly was, and it's one of the great things about the BPL. It encourages everybody to bring the noise, whether it be the music or the teams themselves uh, or the crowd. It is loud and unashamedly uh, raucous, and, and that's what we love about it. Um, Talk to us about the tactics that you guys uh, employed uh, throughout your run. I haven't seen this before, and you can take us uh, into the thinking behind it, but you guys did things a little different. You made substitutes at every end. Talk us through the tactical side of your tournament. Well, it was something that we brought up even before the tournament started. After playing at Moama, we didn't see this and I remember thinking it to myself and I brought it up with the coach Mark Stroschnetter about a month ago and then I brought it up with the players before we played again before we started BPL 15 at Pine Rivers and I said hey what do you think about the idea of having one player play one side of the green one hand in one direction for an entire game for instance while the other player may play the other way the same hand same side of the green playing the same lines so you can get into a rhythm of just doing the same thing over and over again, not changing hands, not changing direction, possibly not even changing jack length. Um, your skipper's going to be out there for every end, but it was just something that I thought might have been, give you a 5% edge possibly. And um, we didn't do it throughout the entire tournament. We had our ups and downs throughout the tournament. I think after eight rounds, we were sitting six wins, two losses. And on top of the ladder, which was a complete contrast to how we went at Moama after finishing on bottom of the ladder. Um, so I know with three games to go, we had nine wins, six losses, and we were sitting in fifth place. And we dropped our last three games. We couldn't believe we still retained our fifth position on the ladder and crept into finals only on shot difference. So we decided, OK, maybe we'll mix things up a little bit and we'll take that strategy into the final. No one's ever seen it before. No one's ever done it. Um, particularly against the Moama Steamers, who we thought they would play Aaron Sheriff leading for the first two ends, Ryan Best to skipping, and then they'll swap positions, so we know what they're going to do. We thought maybe we'll just try something that they're not going to think we're going to do. We'll just throw a curveball here and just confuse everyone, yet we know what we're doing, and we think there's a positive method in it. So we went out and done that, and what it also done, it it helped the three players, myself, Beck and Taylor, because we're all involved in the game from the very start. So no one's coming off the bench into the game without any bowls, you know, coming into the second set. And Moama, they kept Natasha Van Eldick up until the second set. They brought her on at the start or after one end of the second set. And Beck had already played three or four ends leading up to that. I'd already played three ends as well. So there was no... There was no um, urgency to get anyone to play their ends. We'd all qualified for our three ends each. Mm. Um, there was just no negative to it, basically. It all had positive positive vibes. Um, if it worked, that's great. If it didn't work, so be it. We, we tried something new, and, and we were lucky enough it paid off, or it seemed to pay off in that game. Absolutely. What is that what you put the form turnaround from BPL 14 in Moama to, to, to 15 at, at Club Pine Rivers? 
Oh, it's all about the experience with the format of it. Yep. At Moama, you know, Taylan and I, Becca's played in it a couple of times, but Taylan and I, it was new to us. So we had to learn a few things, um, basically about strategy. We done our power plays well at Moama, um, but, but I guess about when you substitute, when you do select your power plays, what length ends you might play against somebody else, maybe your substitute when your opposition substitutes and things like that. They're things that we didn't really know um, until we played it at Moama. But after we played it, and we felt as though we played quite well at Moama, um, we thought, okay, we can draw off this. And, and we did draw off it, and that would have helped certainly coming into this event um, and, and to get so many early wins on the board. And tie breaks too. At Moama, I think we won one out of seven tie breaks for the tournament. Up at Pine Rivers, we won our first four. Mm. I don't know what our final stat was. I think we ended up winning six or seven out of nine. So that, that's a lot better as far as tie-break percentage wins is concerned. So there were certainly three or four major things that we done better at Pine Rivers than Moama, just because we were inexperienced at Moama. Your own form was pretty scintillating too. Uh, it, it must be said, Mark, uh, speaking to Mark Nitz uh, from the Tassie Tridents after uh, they got through to the semis in BPL 15, uh, the end where you were drawing, you drew to the ditch against Alex Marshall before another sensational effort on the TV rink. You put all three balls, uh, bowls into the ditch. Uh, so you had some big moments yourself, which I'm sure you remember fondly. But just before we let you go, what makes the BPL such a great event to play now that you've played in a couple? It's the excitement of it. Every bowl can make a huge influence into the set. And because you're only playing two sets, every set's so important. So just the the importance of every single bowl and the quality of the opposition. We've got the best players in the world. Australia is one of the strongest countries in the world for lawn bowls. And we've got all Australia's best players there, plus another handful or so of international representatives from various countries. So this has got to be one of, if not the strongest bowls competitions in the world. So to be part of that, playing against these other guys and girls, it's just, it's fantastic for me. And I know Beck and Taylor think the same. Uh, absolutely. We're wrapped for you. We know how passionate uh, a Tasmanian Beck is and wrap for you and wrap for Taylor. And mate, uh, good luck with the next BPL. Number 16 is at Club Pine Rivers, November 7th to 11th. And let's hope there's a, a couple more wins and maybe a title there on offer for you. Enjoy and thanks for joining us on Without Bias. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Sam. Uh, that's it from us tonight on Without Bias. Big thanks to our guest, Barry Lester, Mark Nitz. You can jump on uh, the SEN app or sen.com.au to the Without Bias podcast page if you missed any of our chats from tonight. Uh, local legends want to search bowls clubs near me. Uh, and this show proudly brought to you by Bowls Australia. And, of course, APA proudly supporting Bowls Australia. Coming up next uh, on SEN, it is the global game with Simon Hill. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.